Hello again, everybody. It's uh, Jason Powers. Uh, it's been a while since I've um, <clears throat> been able to do kind of a podcast um, the way I want to and lots of other uh, uh, activities that I have uh, had to put to the wayside for a while. I've been uh, basically sick for the last month, more or less, though I did try to do a podcast about a week ago or a little bit over that. Uh, this last week I had, a, I did wind up in the emergency room, uh, come to find out I have some kind of, uh, respiratory issue, either, uh, COPD or asthma, adult, adult onset asthma, uh, which has been hampering me and, and also a touch of pneumonia. And so, uh, it's been, been a, uh, was a difficult week, um, uh, but, um, it put some perspective on things in terms of what what I needed to do, and I only say that because I, you know, when I had to go through the emergency room, I um, had a quite a bit of issue uh, prior, obviously, to that because, uh, yeah, they and when they found me, I uh, I made a call because I just couldn't. I just I was having asthma attacks. Uh, significant. We'll assume it's asthma. Uh, significant issues with that. So that being said, I got some medication, got some steroids, got some, um, medicines and, uh, obviously inhaler and that kind of thing, uh, which helps. Of course, you know, people say, well, why'd you let it get that bad? Well, you know, I haven't been uh, with insurance for quite a long time. And, uh, the last time I had, it was when I worked full time, uh, for a TRW back in, 2016 and ever since then I've been, you know, you know, overall I, my health has been pretty good, but, uh, ever since, uh, obviously the pandemic, uh, some things have probably have gone to the wayside, um, and also age and whatnot, not using it as always the excuse, but, uh, yeah, it, it makes a difference. So, uh, with that said, uh, you know, that was on uh Tuesday and then, um, you know, last, and then I kind of recuperated the first couple of days and got rest and that kind of thing. And I've been, uh, thinking about working on other, other things and options today. I actually, uh, did some, uh, house cleaning. <laughs> I actually found a use for the mask that I had from way back when, back when, uh, everybody was so hard up to get us to wear a mask. So yeah, I, I, uh, broken down and gotten a few masks at the time because, you know, to get into stores and whatnot, you had to have those things. So wore a mask today and, uh, uh, while I was vacuuming so I could keep the air from, uh, or the, keep the particles from getting into my throat. And so I went around and, uh, got all the dust up today. It took me about an hour or so to vacuum and do from, uh, uh, ceiling to uh, floor in terms of, yeah, I had a lot of uh, significant buildup, of course. And people say, well, didn't you see that before? Yeah, I saw that before, but, you know, I'm a guy. I'm not a gal, and normally, you know, you know, guys are pretty, you know, within reason. And like anything else, uh, and I live on the bottom floor of an apartment, and uh, some of that has uh, uh, probably translated outside, too, because I get all the all the stuff that comes down from the the roof through the other people's uh, units and I wind up getting it down here in the basement level, which 
is good for moving in, but, uh, I had a lot of, uh, a lot of cleaning up to do and I, uh, you know, finally felt well enough to, to attack it and, and did that, which was good. Yeah. It always, there's a certain amount of, uh, accomplishment when you, uh, get your place back in order. And I'd, uh, been doing that actually the day before I'd, uh, did some uh, furniture rearrangement and, uh, made some, uh, clean up and organization. I went through a bunch of old papers and tossed them out and I'm going to continue to do some of that. So I'm going to minimize or, um, let's just say reorientate some of the things that I think needs to be done. <clears throat> I think that's an important thing. Uh, sometimes, even though I don't really have like, I'm not a significant pack rat or anything like that. Uh, you can always keep things around. And you're like, well, why do I keep this around? And what is it useful for? And so I got that accomplished. And today I finally got my, I got all my um, tax information and I just completed that. And I'm going to file them on Monday. So that also help, is helpful too. Cause when you, uh, yeah, you know, I'll get that in the, get that in the works and uh, hopefully I'll get it back within, you know, a couple couple, three weeks. Usually that's about how long it takes, but, uh, yeah. So I got that accomplished today and, uh, I think that's really what, what this is all about. And then when I say cleaning the air, uh, that's the title of this broadcast. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to, uh, actually I'm going to, uh, I had just done my first two, uh, paperbacks, uh, of titles I've made before and I'm working and I'm going to, uh, uh, take the rest of the titles that I put together and uh, uh, put them out in paperback form. So I'm going to go through, maybe do some minor editing here and there and uh, then release them in uh, in the hardcover form. You don't normally worry about it too much with the Kindle version because you can always just make minor, minor modifications and then upload the new new uh, file. But for a paperback edition, you, you kind of want to, Put, when you put it in a hard copy, then you have to make some, um, you know, obviously you want to show that you don't have all these errors in it, which, I mean, people people notice those things. There are certain people that are very uh, uh, interested in whether or not you actually took the time to do the editing. And I'm a, I, I'll say I'm a horrible editor. <laughs> and so, and then also there's the concept of just, you know, what you're going to do with the uh, uh, imagery and stuff like that. So I, I did it with two smaller volumes recently and actually uh, had, I have the, um, I guess I can say I got some of the uh, uh, honor to have somebody, uh, they, uh, we've been listening to it in a discord, my uh, Amazon uh, uh, Kindle version. And I really appreciate that because it's always interesting hearing your own uh, work uh, on audio <laughs> uh, being uh, using uh, while well, they used Alexa. So anyway, it's just uh, just one of those things. I'm trying to uh, make some changes here uh, right here at the beginning of the year in terms of what I plan on doing. And then um, also I'm going to go forward with some other stuff. Um, actually one of the things I'm going to totally do a review on, and I think I've mentioned that before is I'm going to re, um, basically revitalize the, the volume that I put out that was 
most tied to what's been going on the last few years. Um, there's a lot more information. There's a lot more, um, let's just say, verification of things that have been going on. And of course, there's lots going on at the moment. There always is. Um, all of us this week were probably uh, th- those that would listen here, uh, paid attention to Davos and their their uh, all the pointy heads that are up there uh, trying to reimagine the world in their own in their own particular uh, authoritarian manner. And I've been going back through some history of uh, various uh, prior incarnations of what I would call Davos. Um, in terms of going back through some history, uh, uh, people uh, probably don't know and don't uh, aren't uh, very aware of in terms of uh, in the 1930s, uh, some of the histories behind the Bank of International Settlements, uh, the history of the, uh, the I guess you could say the rise of, uh, uh, well, I'm reading, rereading the uh, Rise and Fall of the Third Reich by William L. Shire, who, I mean, He's a pretty good writer, uh, did it from the, uh, this was published in 1960. So it was published about 15 years after the fall. And, uh, you know, it's a major work. When I say it's a major work, it's well over 1200 pages, like 1250 pages or whatever with, you know, some, with obviously the other matter that's in, involved in it. So reading through that, reading through some, uh, Anthony Sutton and some other uh, authors that published back in the uh, in the seventies and the eighties and and some of the and some people will you know poo poo what they wrote but uh, there's a lot of history about people who were involved in these things and their uh, coattails have been ridden by people that we know about today obviously when you think of the Yates, you'd think of Rockefellers, and uh, if you think of all the the Klaus Schwabs, I make a I'm, when I'm rewriting this uh, uh, narrative. As a matter of fact, I've already uh, done the first chapter. You know, at least I have a word. I'm gonna I'm gonna attach it to this particular file uh, or podcast. It is a rough draft of the first uh, chapter that I'm rewriting, and I already. Re- uh, I mean, I have about 25 pages in that. And it's mainly just tied to uh, our um, <clears throat> the people um, in particular. It's a compare contrast of uh, of the the Nazi um, rise and uh, Klaus Schwab's kind of echoing of a lot of that. And I'm only using him as an example. He's not the he's not the final boss. He's not the one that's running this everything. Uh, there's much more behind it, but it's a good starting point because. Uh, there's a lot of echoes coming back from the 19th century as well in terms of philosophical issues. Um, everything these people talk about and do and discuss and and uh, uh, leverage on is, you know, you can almost go, you can go directly back to, you know, basically our Constitution and Hegel and a bunch of other, um, I guess you could say, philosophers and how they look at world, how they, how they, um, look at the world view of uh, people and humanity. And so um, that's where I'm heading with uh, this, uh, uh, read this, uh, um, let's just say uh, re-editing of, of the, 
Operation Virus. Let's just let's just call it what it is. That's the name of the title, but it's going to take me a while. And it's not the only thing I'm going to be working on. I um, actually uh, did a, did an application on a uh, for Pearson, um, which is an online, uh, which I know a lot about Pearson that I don't like, but uh, they they do uh, grading and reviewing of uh, like standardized tests. So I'm hoping to uh, put that in um, into view and uh, actually do something with it along with some other things that I'm uh, concentrating on at this point. So I've had a lot going on in terms of what's going on internally uh, with how I think and how I feel about things. And then there's also, I I have to uh, get back to work on things. The last month has really been not a very productive. uh, After December, late December was the last time I was uh, fairly was when I first got um, something accomplished. <clears throat> However, when I say first got something accomplished, um, that was the end of the year I comp- uh, put together uh, the Vox Kalamidas, which um, uh, I put out and I, I made into a paperback and uh, people have uh, looked at that and we've uh, reviewed that. So, but that being said, that's, you know, um, a small work and, and, but after that, I mean, even when I was doing that, I was already struggling with, uh, I guess you could say, the pneumonia and stuff like that. And I had a lot of wheezing and, and uh, respiratory issues. But I was kind of getting through it, muddling through it, powering through it. But uh, I can't do that anymore. Um, and this issue has actually been going on for a lot longer than just the last few months. But uh, I, um, I just thought it was just part of, you know, whatever, you know different things going on in my life. I've been letting, uh, let my, um, I, I guess you could say, uh, uh, not being able to breathe has brought to light a lot of things that I understand that, uh, some other people, uh, probably have dealt with or deal with on a regular basis. And it's gotta be a challenging to have to, uh, deal with that in a, daily basis where you can't catch your breath, where you can't, uh, um, where just moving causes pain in terms of, uh, unable to breathe. And so I, you know, there is some reflection to that and I understand that. And I always did, but until you personally experience it, like anything else, it doesn't quite hit home, uh, as hard seeing it and feeling a, Seeing something and experiencing something or two, they are different things. And so that's been uh, something that's gone on. And then there's always, there's always uh, someone who's uh, recently passed away that was of a rather young age or in my generation, I guess you could say generation X that uh, makes you wonder, you know, about everything else. I was, by the way, when I was in the, uh, in the ER, they did test me for COVID-19, but they didn't report that I was positive or they didn't give me a diagnosis that involved that. So either I haven't had it or their uh, cycle count on the PCR test was too low to pick it up. I don't know. They didn't tell me. So all I know is what they gave me for my diagnosis at that time. And, um, they didn't give me a lot of records, but, uh, 
I'm sure they're going to send me a bill here pretty soon. So that's going to be a whole other uh, horse of a different color to work with and deal with. But uh, I have a lot of other issues. So I'm, I've been working on them too. Um, not, not proud of those things, but uh, at least they're, at least I have uh, <clears throat> some support on that regard. And I don't really want to, uh, I know in some respects people uh, have their druthers or don't like it when they uh, think someone who's, you know, I'm not trying to work a system. I've had my issues with the system way back when, as far as I'm concerned right now, everybody who's who's trying to just get on to the next uh, day and trying to figure out how to uh, survive in this world, you know, whether through their employment, uh, through their making other people aware and stuff like that. Um, I think that's um, very important. And given our governments, uh, well, governments around the world have shown their lack of concern for their citizenry and they're more concerned about uh, their agenda and they show a, you know, <laughs> they've shown what they really are. And I think everybody needs to be very well aware of what they really are. Um, they're not interested in, they're not interested in working with their populations. They're interested in controlling their populations uh, through all kinds of mechanism and psychological, um, I basically psychological warfare uh, against all of us. And some people don't, you know, want to be a, don't want to consider them as uh, uh, using warfare, but they are. They are using warfare tactics on you, uh, keeping us uh, in stress, keep on bringing up old uh, and, and, and not taking any responsibility for their actions or deeds, uh, blaming sections of the population for, for rational choices that they made. Uh, whether they're small businesses or people who are self-employed or independent, especially independent people because they have to divide and conquer people and, uh, or bringing up you know, very sore subjects and bringing up in, in, uh, inappropriate, uh, ideas. And when I say inappropriate ideas, they're, they're just meant to needle. And, and, and not only that, there, there's the, the assumption is, is that, uh, we have like endless amounts of money and resources. Well, we don't have money. We're broke as a country. And by broke, I mean, we're just so far indebted that anybody who's, who thinks that you just keep on printing money is just a fool and is actually destructive of a kind the fact that we have the federal reserve doing what they do and uh, the treasury doing what they do. And the Congress of course has no, no concept of, of, of limits and that's being done on purpose because they want to break the system completely. Plus we have all the other issues that we know about. And I'm not trying to be all negative about all this, but if people are still refusing to acknowledge these things that are going on, then they're not living in reality. And that's part of what I'm getting at with my re-review of my book. I want to focus it a lot differently. And I also want to put the names to it in the, ideology behind it in the whole concept which it, it wasn't that i didn't do that before it's just a, um <laughs> it's very difficult to write a book in real time 
and 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 I'm not saying that like it can't be done. I'm just saying I couldn't do it, uh, at least not to the to the level or the expectations other people would expect. But I'm going to go back through that. I mean, this is my project. Um, I mentioned this to a, a lady a few months ago that I am, you know, I've had discussions with and online interactions and whatnot. And I said, yes, this is, uh, this is something I want to, um, dedicate myself to because, uh, it's the story of what went on and I want to do it as, 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 as best I can in the present tense of, of being involved in it, being involved in it or being aware of it. Uh, because a lot of these information and resources are going to be, uh, misconstrued in, in the future. Uh, there'll be people who will put their, there'll be people, historians in the future who will put their, uh, their spin on things or they'll look backward and they'll try to erase history. So, um, when I re redo this and I'm going to make it a two volume paperback, at least that's the way I have it considered and structured. Um, I want it so that people will, and, and I'll have all those citations, um, the sad thing is, is maintaining the resources because this is part of the problem with this whole situation is we have a significant amount of people that are in positions of power who are trying to erase history. And we know that they are doing that. They're doing that with our, uh, taking down, you know, obviously of statues, renaming things. We have the military who's renaming bases and doing all this other kind of, uh, bullshit all at the same time and it has no it serves no purpose whatsoever other than they're trying to uh, create their own new society and they're trying to build it and they're they're trying to burn this country to the ground in, in the same time and they got the right uh, stooge in place to do so even though they're trying to get rid of their stooge it seems like uh, with Biden over whatever, because they don't want him to run again, but they already, they have already secured the reins of power. Or at least our agencies have, because our agencies are in fact evil. Um, I know lots of people will say, Oh, you can't say that about all the people. Well, I, I don't disagree. There's, there's probably good people that serve our country and in various agencies, but here's the, here's the, just the bare bones of it. If they won't speak up, and if they don't take action accordingly, then they're part of the problem. I don't care if 65% of the people that work in these agencies are good-hearted, good-natured people and care about the country. If they're going to let the people at the top run them, they need to do what they need to do in order to make sure that those people can't succeed. They should be working tirelessly to make sure that they hijack and sabotage and they need to stop worrying about their own safety or whatever. I'm not saying they should be crazy, but I'm saying, let's face it. If you can't p figure out that the people above you are, are up to no good and doing terrible things to ruin this country, then you should do everything in your power since you are closest to the action to do something about it. When people stand by and do nothing, then that's when things get really bad. And that's the reason why you get things like the, the rise of Adolf Hitler. It's just real simple. It's not even a it's not even really much of a conversation. I don't understand why people can't figure this out, but I understand people are weak. I know a lot of people are scared 
and they don't like to do take take action or they don't like to speak up. But if you're in a position of any kind of government authority or government positioning and you know things are going wrong, you should speak out and make sure and make it ultimately clear that you're not a part of the problem. So for those who work inside agencies, whether they're state or federal, who go along just because they're getting a paycheck or they say it's not my problem, you're part of the problem. You are the responsible for your actions and you're responsible for your boss's actions. Because if you carry out his orders, I don't want to hear it. It's the same way with cops. One of the most destructive between the cops and the military, that that's goes to what I've written with uh, you know my other work. Is like, look, you're in a position where people give you authority, who have put you in power, who have put you in a position where you get to you get to carry around a gun and you get to go around and tell people what to do. And if you don't hold, uphold your oath to the office that you you should never be in power of anything. You should just hurry up and quit. I understand people say, well, I'm not going to do it. You know, exactly. Exactly. That's the problem. When you have people who say they're not going to uh, diminish their lifestyle because they're too busy, just happy to get a paycheck and they don't care about anything else but that, then that's how you lose a country. That's how you lose a society, a civilization. When people act like that, they are just they are just feeding the monster that these people that we've been up against are guaranteed they they're they're betting on that they understand human they actually understand human psychology they understand how these things have happened before they study history it's time for some of our uh civil servants and that doesn't just go for just the agencies. It goes for the congressmen. It goes for anybody else. If you if if these people are have miscalculated uh, uh, everything, and if they have an inability, and I'm I'm suggesting it now because again, uh, you know, I worry about these things. I do because I think we have. there's been way we have been way way too submissive to this stuff and there's lots of people who feel this way too i you know a lot of times i put the tweets on here the threads though i haven't done it recently because i've just not been you know i'm just not been in the uh, mind frame but uh i i i'll even use her name bernie spotforth of uh, england she posts, tries to post about this every day, and she's accurate. And she doesn't strike me as a. I don't know the person. I don't know her personally, but she doesn't strike me as a uh, a dumb person uh, at all. And she's pointing to this fact too. It's like, look, we need people who are willing to, you know, we've had way too many people in the United States who are just very complacent. And I'm talking conservatives. I'm talking liberals. I'm talking anybody who has any um, desire to keep a country. I know there's many idiots that don't want that or think, oh, it would be so much better if we just did this. Uh, they don't understand what <laughs> what it takes to build up any kind of country or society. They really haven't paid much attention to how long it takes to get to anywhere near a country. And that... In the last few years, it t- 
It takes very little time to destroy something. It takes decades to build something. Was it always built right or perfectly? Of course not. But that's why slow change is so um, is is uh, preferred because drastic me- measures usually uh, have uh, you know horrible consequences. And so the people that have been doing this to us, we all know what they've been doing. They've been uh, lying to us, you know, trying to keep us separated, keep us from talking, and um, the whole host of things. So I'm, I guess you, I'm once again airing my grievances and airing my feelings is that we have to have people do this and do it in little ways and big ways. The closer you are to the action, that's the reason why I'm so disgusted with all these people who work in our agencies. There's so many of them, and so many of our agencies are. A, it would be hard pressed to say that they aren't all po- poisonous people because of their political framework, that they their political ideology, and the way they approach things, and the way they understand life and society. They obviously don't understand it as well as they think they do, or they're very well aware of it and they just don't care. Um, like certain, I, I believe it was Bonhoeffer who uh, said there's uh, there's evil people and there's stupid people. And actually stupid people are more dangerous. Um, because evil, you once you know what evil is, it's easy. it should be easy to fight against it because you know what they are. But stupid people get in the way of all kinds of things because they just will not accept. They can't accept logic. They can't accept information. They refuse to, they, they, you know, we call them sheep. We call them NPCs. We call them Karens. We call them whatever you want to call them. Uh, give them a label. But they're, they're unable to uh, see I mean, in in any, you can call it int- intellect or motivation or just they're they're so selfishly absorbed that they can't see beyond the next step. They can't see down the road. They can't envision. Uh, they when they they'll they'll twist it into the slippery slope argument. It's like yeah, we're not on a slippery slope anymore. We're on a we're on a ski jump um, because. It's moving fast and it can, it will get really bad. And then when it gets really bad, then they'll say, well, how did this happen? And you try to explain it to them and they still won't get it. So for anyone who is, has enough ability to do something about this and if they are working in the, in the, any kind of near the system, they should be trying to arrest or tell on their bosses or make sure that people are aware and they should be looking to um, short circuit all this stuff. And one of the best ways is they need to start gathering their, you know, if they have to gather evidence on their bosses and hand it over to the prosecutors, find a, find a good source, a prosecutor, a state prosecutor, not the federal prosecutor, the federal government. I, yeah, the DOJ is totally corrupt, but um, whenever you have the opportunity to, uh, you, we have to fight fire with fire, uh, and there's other ways too, but we certainly have to do that. And we need to get protesting and striking and, you know, uh, don't go along with it. Do not comply. Do not. The, this isn't a discussion anymore uh, because they're going to continue to do this. They're planning on doing another 
They're going to run some other um, uh, psyop, uh, fear, fear porn related uh, event on us, whether it be, uh, you know, uh, obviously travel has always been been used, but, uh, you know, electricity, um, internet, hacking. Uh, of course, we have an ongoing war that we keep on throwing money into uh, because, you know, that's what they wanted to do. Uh, because it's a money laundering system, but, uh, yeah, that can get worse too. And, you know, we know what's going on there. So I've talked too long, but I wanted to do this broadcast and uh, like I said, clean the air on, uh, on, uh, my, uh, ability now to, uh, voice my uh, concerns again. So, Take care out there and be safe.